The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many times we feel paralyzed by fear and body hatred. In order to feel better about ourselves and live the life we really want to manifest, we have to own up to our difficult feelings and self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors. We all enter this world naked. Now it's time to feel good naked. No matter what your body size or life circumstances, this is Feel Good Naked Radio. And your host is Lar Redmond. On this program, Lar will help you become more embodied, self-empowered, and mindful to take charge of whom you really are and to live the life you deserve to live. Now, here is your host, Lar Redmond. Hello and welcome to Feel Good Naked Radio. I am your host, Lara Redman, and that was a great introduction because today is all about becoming more self-empowered and what that really means. How does it happen with someone? How do they get there? What's the path to finding your own road to your most empowered self? I do like to start the show, however, with a, a note from someone that's written to me over the last week. Um, I really appreciate your emails. I love hearing from the listeners, and I think that we're all in this together, really striving to live our best lives. And I want to share this note. This is a note from Harold in Montana, and he wrote to me and said, Dear Feel Good Naked Radio, thank you for last week's show about trauma. I didn't realize until I listened that witnessing trauma can be as traumatic as if it actually happened to me. As a child, I witnessed a lot of trauma between my parents, and it has definitely had an effect on my life. After your show, I have a better understanding of how this affected me so deeply, and I'm making strides to manage this anxiety thanks to your tips. My favorite relaxing image are buffalo roaming in a field. I found a great photo of this and copied it to tape to my bathroom wall. I look at this picture before bed and when I wake up, and it's helping to calm me down. And I downloaded a meditation app, which I'm liking. Still need to figure out a relaxing smell and get out into my community more, but two of your four tips are already making a difference. Thank you. I really like your show. Harold from Montana. So I want to thank Harold for that awesome note. And um, as a side note, I thought this was very funny. He wrote to me on a PS that his favorite smell are steaks barbecuing, and he wasn't sure how to find an essential oil that smelled like that. So I thought that was very funny. So I'm going to jump into today's show and, and say that our guest today is a real inspiration in my life and I am so excited to have her with me today. She actually coined the phrase, unbecome. 
Elizabeth LeMay is someone, uh, we, we aren't sure how we really met. She said a woman referred her to me, but I don't know who the <laughs> woman is. And I'm really grateful for her. Her name is Tracy. So if you're out there listening, Tracy, thank you for sending Elizabeth LeMay into my life. We started out working together with our bodies. I was a, I, I teach a class about embodiment. She came to my class. Later on, we began coaching together and she's become a friend. And she coined the word unbecome as a way to reference all the paths that she's taken in her life that have been very, I would say, courageous. Um, Elizabeth came to the country, our country, the U.S., in 1989. She's a high-achieving product creator, an innovative professional with over 25 years of global experience in product creation, advanced innovation, development sourcing, strategic planning, and team building. Elizabeth was with Nike, Nike Inc. for many years. She left Nike Inc. in 2014, and she has since opened up a very exciting business called Studio 317, which is here in Portland, Oregon. It's an advanced apparel prototype studio, and um, it's her vision for the future of apparel, and I am fully sure that she will pull that off. Elizabeth has learned how to step into her heart and live her life from that place. And with that, I want to welcome you to the show. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much. This is very exciting. Thank you for having me. I love having you on this show because I feel like your story is one of the most inspired stories I've known in my life. And you continue to inspire me and we continue to work together. Oh. And I, I love that collaboration. It's a mutual feeling, I assure you that. And so thank I'm, you for your kind words. Oh, yes, yes. So let's start right away by just mm-hmm. telling our listeners what you mean by unbecome, how that word came about for you, and in your own words, how you would describe what that means to you. Um, the word unbecome, the way I look at it is if you think of our spiritual being, our soul, when we come to this physical world, we come here naked as a soul, and then we have circumstances, we have events, we have traumas that add layers to that soul that maybe were not meant to be, but you are forced to go down certain paths because you need to either protect yourself or it's a different uh, angle that somebody put on you, it's different expectations that people have put on you, and then you morph into this being that is so far away from the pure soul that you came to this earth as, and all of a sudden you stop and you say, well, who am I? This feels so foreign to me, and you start unbecoming, you start deleting all those layers, all that behavior that you accumulated that really does not ring True to your to your true self. Does and do it, you, does it do make you, sense? Yes, it makes sense to me. And and I want to know if do you believe that that starts like when do you think a person is consciously aware of who they are expected to be? When would you say that that first becomes conscious? You know, I mean, I I I would say that that for me, was very 
prevalent in my middle school, high school years, but really mm-hmm. kicked in, kicked into fifth gear when I was in college. But where would you say you first had that sensation that I am expected to be someone and that person would be, I don't know, a design by our parents, the culture? What would you say about that? I, I have to agree with you that it starts very early in our childhood. Because we have all this expectation from society, from our family, from our parents. They are, in a way, leading you down a path uh, towards what they think that your life should be. Whether, you know, the language that you speak or the school that they want you to, go, to attend, uh, the, you know, the career that they want you to, you know, like to pursue, uh, the sports that they want you to be in or the music they want you to play. You know, everything in our childhood is kind of... Uh, given to us, we have no choices. Our choice is not, we cannot make any choices because we're still ch- uh, children. So I think we are, we are led down a path at a very young age. And uh, as we grow older, it's up to us to decide if this feels true to us or not. But I was a rebel. I was a rebel kid. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. But, you know, when you feel rebellious, it means something inside you is telling that this, this, what I'm doing or who I am is not who I really feel I need to be. So at a very young age, you can start to feel those different, you know, the pull and tug between what um, you're told to do or to be and what you truly feel inside you that you need to be and break through and be that uh, person or that child. And thank God you're a rebel because I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel too, and I do believe that that may be that first little pinch of the inner voice yep. that Absolutely. is saying to you like something by design. And and I'm sure parents are are doing what they're capable of doing as parents. But I think one of the great tools that I often share with parents who come to me to coach with me is to mm-hmm. pay uh, pay attention to who your child is because right. a lot of times we, we, we follow a formula, we follow a, a list of things that are really unconsciously separate from who that child may be. So I think you're right when we go through rebellion, it exactly. very well may be that individual fighting for who they truly are. Yes. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and it's uh, it it could be it could be um, a um, an emotional rebellion. It could be a, a physical rebellion. Um, you know, I had to cut my hair short when I was younger because I wanted to show that I was a stronger person, and I associated uh, you know shorter hair with boys, and boys are seen stronger. So it's like it's all those little things that that come to play that lead you down a a path that may or may not be comfortable to you in the long term. Well, and I think that subliminal messaging, whether it's our outfits or our hair, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. starts that, actually begins that path of trying to create something that is an image that may be external. And I think our our world is very much addicted to the external, but it is our interior, it is our internal system that is actually the truth of who we are. Absolutely. But, you know, when we are children, the only thing we can affect is the exterior because that's all we know how to do. We haven't, we haven't gone inward yet. So our only way to define who we are, I think, is by our physical, um, 
appearance, whether it's hair or or makeup or clothes or it's it's all what others see in us that makes us feel that strength that we're trying to portray, whether it's strength or any other, um, you know. Well, and and the truth is that no two people are the same, and yet we do have sort of a a pressure in our youthful lives. In other words, when we're when we're in that facade of image and distraction, we are all under this pressure cooker to be a certain way. But no right. two no two people are the same. So, in fact, there's something very um, inspiring to me about the millennials today who are taking the pink the green, the blue hair dye, and they're yeah. saying, you know, I, I love pink, so darn it, my hair is going to be pink or purple. And right. I, think, I think it's this beautiful way to express the individuality of each of us, which is what today's show is really devoted to, is how to find, as Martha Beck would say, your, your own North Star, how to find this person that you are meant to be, even if it has no match with how you were raised or what you were believed to think was true for you. So we're going to go to break in a second. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, our vulnerable complexity, because I think it is key that we use this word vulnerable, which we're hearing in our culture more and more thanks to Brene Brown. But I want to talk about the vulnerable complexity that is part of getting to unbecoming who you really are not and really growing into who you are. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Feel Good Naked Radio with Laura Redmond. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to feelgoodnakedradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. You're listening to Feel Good Naked Radio. I am your host, Laura Redmond. 
This is the show where you are given tools to become your best self. And when we went to break, I was speaking about the idea of vulnerable complexity. And I would like Elizabeth to read something that she shared with me, a Carl Jung quote um, that is a great way to open this conversation about vulnerable complexity. Really, really hit uh, hit me hard in my core, and it says, "The first half of your life is devoted to forming a healthy ego. The second half is going inward and letting go of it." Yeah, yeah, powerful. Well, and I think the ego is such an infinite topic of fascination because we all need ego to be who we are and that one person that is us or you or me that is different from anyone else. But there is a point, and I think Carl Jung said it brilliantly, that if you become too egoic, if you are living in your ego and that is driving the boat or the train or the car that is your Mm -hmm. life, your vulnerability is going to be overpowered by that. Your heart is going to be closed down by that. So there is definitely a midlife point where I believe that heart and that vulnerability are greater aids to being happy and embodied than the ego. Absolutely. And, and you know, you and I have gone a lot, you know, we've uh, done a lot of work around that in, uh, in your coaching sessions with me. And uh, ego, as we talk about, a little bit of ego is healthy. Ego in the right place is healthy. But when you're, you're letting the heart lead, that means it's, it's coming from a place of authenticity. It's coming from your true self. Ego, a lot of time, and I'm speaking from my own experience with ego, right? It's, uh, ego is used to deflect, to defend, to show strength. Ego is used to impress. Uh, it's, it has this, this, uh, this stature of, hey, it's me, it's about me, uh, you cannot touch me, right? So you, we put defensive walls that are most likely driven by, you know, trauma and, um, you know, circumstances in our life. But that ego becomes so oppressive to your true self that once the heart breaks through from that, it is the most beautiful journey to get on. It is soft, it's compassion, it's beautiful, it's loving, it's, it's, I'm, I'm at the best place in my life right now um, that I've ever been. And that's because of, you know, like what we work together on, letting that heart come through and lead my life versus being led by the ego, which is, you know, like the, the stature, the, the career, the, the money, the titles, all that is just like a layer that we put on. Um, to belong and to impress. It's all for the outside. So the ego that we put on, that is for people outside that are looking in, you know, towards us. Well, when you lead with your heart, it's all about you. It's looking inward and doing and acting and behaving the way your true self wants you to be. And that's complex. I mean, I, I'm a real fan, as most people are, of Liz Gilbert, 
the author of Eat, Pray, mm-hmm. Love, and more recently, Big Magic. And I was listening to a podcast that she put together, and I do hope to have her on the show uh, at some point. That's that's a real vision that I hold close to, to making a reality. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I really admire, you know, she just left her second marriage, and she's now dating a woman. And one of the things that I loved that she said is that she has always, as an adult, stepped out against culture and mm-hmm. reject. she rejected the model of what a life should look like. And, you know, she went on to say that in her 20s, there was great pressure to be married and to have children and that she right. almost, she almost took that took that bait and went with it. Um, And then when she didn't do that, people acted as if she had lost her mind. Now she's with a woman and Mm -hmm. she's been with two men in a marriage before that. But that walking through the fire and blowing up her life the way she has, has always made it better on the other side. Um, And that the fire that we often in this culture, um, hopefully this isn't the case in Europe, because I think it's a disservice when we call this sort of walking through the fire a midlife crisis. It's not. It's not It's not necessarily that. Sometimes right. for people it is. But often it's just telling the truth again and again and again, whatever that internal truth is for each of us. Right. And... It, it, it is hard, and you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable places by doing what is right for you, because most of the time, you're, the people you surround yourself with, or society, or whoever, they don't see that vision, and you're at risk of losing everything that you have, but you have to do it because you're gaining yourself back. At the end, it's, either, it's, it's about living a life that is true to yourself, regardless of all the surrounding noises regardless of all the, you know, like the, the mumbling that you can hear around you. Because at the end of the day, my biggest, my biggest, maybe not fear, but my big, biggest, you know, like driving force behind this whole unbecoming is I was scared that I'm going to get, grow old. And one day I'm going to say, what, what kind of life did you just live? This is so far from what you were supposed to do and what you're supposed to be that, that this drives me to, you know, to, Truly live a life that I believe in. And those who don't see it, then I'm sorry, but you're not welcome into my life. I'm not going to give up my life at the expense of some voices that are disagreeing with me. And that is Ah. when you know that you are living your life, your authentic life, and you're living true to who you are and who you are meant to be. Yes, and I think for our listeners, I want to stay with that for a moment because... Being true to who you really are, you can feel that. You can feel that in your veins. You can feel that in your belly. It's when that heart, as you and I have talked about in, in our work together, it's this awesome alignment of the heart, the voice, the belly. Yes. Everything feels very connected. And when you feel that connection, what you realize, and this is a takeaway tool today, is pay close attention to when you don't feel that because that's mm-hmm. the messenger. That is the soul saying, wait, stop. This is not who you really are. This is the pressure that you've been given in your life. Stop. 
reboot, find out what you really need and what you want. And as you put it, sometimes that can be very difficult and painful because you have to walk away from people in your life who you have stayed with through thick and thin, but who really aren't with you and supportive of your unbecoming, which is truly stepping into your life as you choose it. And so I think for many people, that's the big fear is, well, if I do this, I will lose that. If I say this, I won't have that. Um, But truthfully, if you are saying what is your inner truth and your inner Mm -hmm. presence, whoever is still standing around you will be who's supposed to be there for you. So the support comes. But I don't think people realize that, and I think that's the fear that keeps people from unbecoming and from staying in this life that isn't really serving. Right, and you know, uh, when when those people who are staying around you stay with you, I just want to point that the right people that are meant to be with you will stick with you. Everybody else was probably just a visitor in your life. Mm. And at the end, you only stay with the people who are meant to stay with you. The true yeah. people that your soul connect with, these are the ones that you want to you you surround yourself with a community that supports you. Otherwise, why do that? You know, and this is one of my biggest unbecoming is I used to, to stay, um, I used to force relationship, whether it was work relationship or friendship. I used to force it. And now I don't have to force anything. Everything comes so easy. Everything mm. that is truly meant to be comes a lot easier. And you don't have to force it. And that's when you know that, yes, this harmonious connection that we have is the true, true connection that you're looking for. And you don't have to go fight for it. You don't have to go, to go after it. It just, it just feels so right and so comfortable. And... I'm talking here and have a big smile, you know, on my face, just thinking of all the right people that I'm surrounded with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same. And I think, I think that for anybody listening who's really scared to take the step into their life that would be your heart leading you, your soul leading you, your mind leading you, that, that integration that Elizabeth just spoke about, the softness of the unfolding when it is integrated and it is the right path because it's your path, the mm-hmm. people are the people are there. And although many may fall away, you will learn that there are new people in your community that are holding mm-hmm. space for your true self. And that is what everyone deserves as you look at your life and say, what is my life worth? Your life is worth a lot. And the only way to really feel that and live that is to stay true to you knowing that there will be very difficult moments in that process very scary moments in that process fear can take you to your knees it can be so scary but at the other side of that like Liz Gilbert was speaking about in this this speech that I saw her do on the other side of that there is this unbelievable life that is your life and when you walk through that fire it is better on the other side but you have to walk through the fire to get there and that's the courage that we're talking about today and and I'd like for you to tell us for you what what has been the most frightening thing you had to walk through in order to get where you are today oh wow um 
I think it started about three, four years ago. Um, I was married for 22 years and my marriage fell apart. So um, until that point, I was never alone. I didn't know how to be alone. I had two young men that I had to take care of. Um, So I had to walk life on my own. At the same time, I was towards, you know, my 17th year with with this big company that I was working with, a lot of stress with the corporate job. And something was not feeling right. You know, something kept tugging at me that something is wrong. Something is not connecting, right? And through circumstances at work, I decided to leave that corporate job. So all of a sudden, in 2014, I had no husband. I was single. I was taking care of two kids. And I left a very, very successful career behind because I wanted to follow a dream that I've had to open my own business. I had no idea how to do that, but I knew something inside of me. Everything inside of me kept telling me that this is where you need to do. This is where you need to be. This is, this is your path. Just follow it. I left, uh, I left Nike at the end of uh, February. I opened the studio at the beginning of August. Four months later, five months later, I, was, I embarked on this new life. I didn't know what was going to happen. I invested all the money I had into it, and I looked at it as a challenge. You know, I wanted to see because I knew if I didn't take that step, I would have wondered about it and regretted it for the rest of my life, not knowing what would have happened. Um, So that would be the craziest thing and the scariest thing Mm -hmm. I've ever done because I truly stepped from a super comfortable situation in life into a life of unknown and instability. (laughs) But today, I'll tell you that I, I will do this again and again and again because the, the, the feeling you have, I have sitting here today and talking about it, I made it through the other side of the fire. And I'm much better today. I'm feeling much better as a person, as who I'm supposed to be than I ever was. And that's unbecoming. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Feel Good Naked Radio with Laura Redmond. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. 
You may also send an email to feelgoodnakedradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Feel Good Naked Radio. I'm your host, Laura Redman. Today, our guest is Elizabeth LeMay, and we are explaining what unbecoming means in your precious life. When we went to break, Elizabeth told us a riveting truth about her journey and how she had to go down a path where everything changed, her marriage, her comfort at Nike, Nike being one of the most you know, important companies in our country that we know about in every country now, really. But stepping into change and believing somewhere that your life will get better because for whatever reason, it's not working the way it's going. So I've got to get back to your story, Elizabeth, because I, okay. I just, I love hearing your story and I want, you know, I don't know what it's like to work at Nike, but I assume it's mm pretty big. It's pretty intense. It's pretty, it's your A game. It's your A game every day. And part of why I wanted you to come on the show today is because I think that most people assume that if you're living an A game career uh, life, like Nike would provide you, that why would you ever leave? Why would you ever do anything except stay? Um, But something in you was rumbling on the inside. Something was giving you that instinct and intuitive knowledge. And I I love the idea of listening intuitively to your life. Um, So so tell us a little bit more about that pinch that you had in that moment in your journey that is really amazing and, and hard for any of us to imagine. Right. So I have actually, I, um, you know, when my marriage uh, fell apart, I, uh, I started going to therapy. And I think therapy was super helpful in getting me to that point. Because what therapy does, I think, in my case, therapy kind of translated the events of my past and put them in words that I could understand. So all of a sudden, you know, after a year or so of going through therapy, you, you have this mosaic that is that is laid out in front of you, that is your life, and you understand every piece and how they're connected and how they mean, what they mean in relation to who you are today. And once I started to see that big picture of my life and why I behaved a certain way, why I was, you know, why I ran away uh, halfway around the world to escape certain situations, then, you know, like I stopped and I started to think, I'm like, hell no, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to continue to be. So my, my career at Nike was a very, um, uh, you know, very like, stressful one. Um, I, was, uh, I was in charge of a lot of uh, big projects around the world, and there was no me time. And when you're engulfed in this ego world where it's all about the next job, the next big job, the corner office that you have to, you know, you have to fight with three other people to get, uh, the big paycheck, et cetera, et cetera, you lose sight of the softness, you lose sight of the, your true authentic self because you could be blinded by all the success, the fake success, right? My whole career at Nike, I, I was married. And I knew if I wanted to make a change, I wanted to make a drastic change. I didn't want anything that connected me to that past, and Nike was part of it. 
yeah. when, you know, when the, the opportunity came for me to leave, I did not hesitate. I thought about it a couple of times, but at the end of the day, I left, I was walking down the hallway, and I think I told you the story, Laura, where I was on my way out, and a friend of mine was walking in, and I told her that, hey, these are my last steps inside the Nike campus. She looked at me, and I'll never forget her words. She said, the universe had just set you free. <laughs> and that's exactly how I felt. It's, mm. we, have to be, we have to trust that there is something waiting for us, that our path, whatever path we're on, is the right path that we're supposed to be on. And if it's not feeling right, then dare take a look at it, reach in and question what, is, what it is that is making you feel that uh, un, uneasiness, you know. Um, I've never been happier, you know. Um, even when I had uh, no money at the beginning of the studio, I struggled and I almost shut down, as you know. But I, you taught me to trust the path that I'm on, that yeah. it is the right path. The universe is taking care of me. And just yeah. to keep moving forward, and here we are today. Yeah, never been happier. Never been Ugh. more authentic to myself. Yay! And and I and I think trust. That's the word I want to stay with for a moment because mm-hmm. trust, trust is that integration of mind, body, spirit, mind, body, soul. Trust is that interior messenger that lets you know when something is either on or off, good or mm-hmm. bad, working or not working. And so right. I, think, I think that is also, you know, for all of you listening, put the word trust on a piece of paper, tape it to your mirror and look at it every day, just the word trust. Because the trust is what will guide you. And you took this free fall from like a, com- a, a company that people would die to work for, that imagine it to be probably the, you know, that you've arrived in the world, but you knew, you trusted something wasn't working. You didn't know yeah. what that meant. You didn't know what that really looked like, but you could not deny the interior voice that was letting yeah. you know it wasn't working. So I yeah. really want to stress the word trust because that is the anchor that will hold you when everything around you is falling apart. Absolutely. And, you know, it's something, you know, it's not that I didn't like the company or I didn't like the job that I was in or the next job. It's just I, I felt that I did not belong there anymore. You know, I felt that this big corporate world it's not who I am anymore. I may have been that 10 years ago and I strived in it and I loved it. I used to get up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, yes, I'm going to work. And the first signals that to me that, hey, something needs to change is when I would get up in the morning and my thought would be, oh, I have to go to work. Yeah. And there's a big difference. It means that I'm struggling. I'm going to work against something inside of me that's telling me that you should not go to work. Yeah. And, the, and and that's that's where it all started to to uh, unravel. And I believe what you're saying is 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 really important to mention that, you know, you learn a lot from the places that you may land that have an ending. But when you're in the beginning or the middle, before there's mm-hmm. an ending, there's great great 
stuff to learn. And and obviously, yeah. Nike taught you so many things, and you gave so much to Nike. But the fact is, you've got to know when it's the end. You've got to know when that trust is saying, something is wrong, something isn't working, I need to make a change. And, and, and we can use the Nike metaphor for relationships and marriages and times yeah. in our life where personal journeys are at an end point. They've had their beautiful lifespan. There's been a beginning, a middle, and an end, but they're, they're, they're at the end. And knowing the end can be yeah. as important as the beginning because that's when it's time to grow, to move on, to unbecome what that yes. has been, yes. even though it's the most terrifying moment in, in one's journey. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you talk about relationship because uh, my marriage, you know, like ended, but I did not want to see it maybe a few years ago. So I didn't take the leap, you know, but, but, my ex-husband set me free, if you want. You know, I keep saying that, you know, like, I want to thank him for mm-hmm. taking that leap and having the courage to end a marriage. Uh, I was devastated at the time, but now when you look back, it's almost like the Nike career that I chose to end. Mm-hmm. He probably felt the same thing, and he liberated both of us mm-hmm. from a relationship that was, that was not meant to be anymore. We had great, some great years together, but it came to... It was coming to an end, and I was refusing to see that. But he saw it, and now I give him all the credit for having the courage to take that leap and end it. Yeah. That's such an important point, because when we're in the midst of change, whether it's work, whether it's family, when you're in the middle of it, you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. You feel... Mm -hmm resistant to what may be the very best thing that could happen to you. So I think one of the great things to help our listeners understand is that when you tap into the interior of your body, the system that is running, the the neuroscience of your existence, you will be able to detect that sometimes those changes and those, those big shifts that we have to make are the perfect thing to happen, but they're horrible when you're going through them. And right. they, will, they will come to an end. Something will grow out of that. Everything is constantly changing. But while you're in the most difficult parts of it, know that the difficulty is the difficulty. And that's what it is. And it will change and it will, it right. will grow into something else. So, so what would you say for your journey? What was... What is something you could hold on to when you were in the most difficult moments of the end of a marriage or the end of a career with Nike? What would you hold on to to just get you through that difficulty? My intuition and my trust, like something inside me kept telling me that this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to be today. I'm exactly at the right place at the right time in my life. And I had to trust that. So the word trust comes back and you have to trust that whatever is happening to you is meant to be, you know, it, 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 it's true that I took a leap, a huge, scary, blind leap, but something about that leap felt very right. I didn't force that leap. It just came very, very naturally. So something within that kept, kept, you know, like reminding me that just trust it, just trust it, trust it. And it helps that I have an amazing astrologer that I work with who, you know, who told me that. 
um, who reinforce that, you know, you're on the right path. So just trust whatever you're doing. If it feels right on the inside, just trust it and run with it. No matter how hard, no matter how thick the fire, no matter how high the cliff is, just take a leap and trust in your shoot. And, and, and I'm so glad you just mentioned your astrologer who is an immensely gifted guide. She will be on our show in the next yes. couple of weeks. Carol Ferris is her name, but but that brought me to something I want to um, touch on when we come back from break, which is you need help when you're going through that awful time. You need you need guides. You need people to give you perspective, to hold the space for you as you're walking through that fire. And I believe there is great value in knowing when you need help and then figuring out who that help will be. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Feel Good Naked Radio with Laura Redmond. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to feelgoodnakedradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Feel Good Naked Radio. I'm your host, Laura Redman, and today we're talking to Elizabeth LeMay about how to unbecome that person in your life that is no longer serving you. Something in life is not working anymore, and you have to walk through the fire of the unknown in order to get to the other side. This has so much to do with your heart and your intuition and your spiritual maturity. But I think when we're walking through fires, whether it's in a relationship or at work, there's so much fear that can take us away from the fire when, in fact, we have to just keep walking through it. And I was saying at break that, or before break, that I think we do need guides, we need helpers, we need people that can hold the space for the transformation. And Elizabeth, you were just talking at break when we were not on mic. I wanted you to go back to what you were telling me about that. 
Yeah, I think um, it's, uh, it's, you know, when you think about trust and intuition, how the universe is taking care of you and leading you. I remember the first time, and you told the story at the beginning of the show, how you and I met, with, which is unbelievable. It's meant <laughs> to be, uh, right? <laughs> I remember I, I told you that the minute I walked into your house for my very first uh, stretch appeal session with you, I had this overwhelming feeling that I'm home. You know, I didn't know how to explain it, but something, there was a piece that came over me. And I'm like, I am home. And I met you, I think, a couple of months before I opened the studio. So I was in a very stressful time, uh, very busy, very stressful, a lot of unknown. Uh, I stepped into your house, Lord, man, I'm like, wow. It's like, <laughs> I have arrived. I'm home. And that heart that I kept looking at out of your dojo every time we were having a session meant so much to me. It's tattooed on my wrist because I truly feel that this has led me to not be scared of unbecoming. And uh, credit to you, you have built this community of ladies around me that I met when I started going to your, um, to your classes. Each one of them is an amazing soul and so supportive. And that's why it's so important to see the people who you surround yourself with. They have to be the right people. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. It's about surrounding yourself with people who truly believe in you and are happy when you're happy and they're supporting you. If you fall, you know that you have people that are going to support you. I met this incredible lady also um, who's like becoming my soul sister now, Gretchen, if you're listening, I don't know where you are, who I met her like also <laughs> the same way. I was with another friend and we, we came across her and uh, met her husband and we started talking. She started coming to the studio and now she's like my, my soul sister. So the universe puts people around you on your path. You just have to pay attention yes. and you just have to hold on to those people that... Uh, that means so much to you. Well, and, and that brings up a really good point. If you're listening to this and you feel completely alone because of something that is no longer serving you or working in your life, when you do make the changes, when you do take the courageous leap to make something change that is not working, it is miraculous how the people mm -hmm. that can hold space for you and complexity, I think that's a key word, is being with people who can handle complexity and respect all the complexities that we all have to figure out without judgment. And when you take judgment out of it and you don't allow anyone to feel like they know for you what you need or they have mm -hmm. a better idea of what you need, but they can just hold space for your complexity and change. Those are the people that will anchor you through that fire period and lead you to the other side with the celebration and the liberation of getting to the life that you really deserve to live. But I want to repeat the fact that it's not easy and it does require support. And, right. and there, there are communities available that can hold the space for your complexities absolutely absolutely 
So let let us all um, hear a little bit about uh, when you spoke about your new vision and and your studio three seventeen, which is here in in Portland, Oregon. I just want the listeners to know that not only did you take the courageous <laughs> leap of opening your own business with no idea of what that would look like, but but maybe just um, tell us a little bit about how that intuitive guidance that you listened to and then had the support of our community to foster that change, how that has now evolved for you and where that is today. Oh, Studio 317 is my, uh, is my home. Uh, I walk through the door and I feel like I'm home. It is so right. Uh, what Studio 317 is today is it's, uh, it's a destination for all apparel innovation. Uh, we have been working a lot on wearable technology, and uh, we do things in a different way in the, that is not the norm. Uh, typically, you know, you work directly with factories in Asia or in Europe or wherever it is, but this, we bring everything to the fingertip of the client. And uh, just, you know, just to be able to take a client from a sketch to a finished product is just uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a very satisfactory, and every time I have... A client who is satisfied, I'm like, yep, this is exactly what I'm here for. That's exactly what I was meant to do, and I'm just happy to help. <laughs> and and what I want to just note is that the success that you're living in your work life now is a direct correlation of stepping into change and believing that your life would get better without a true blueprint or a map about how to get there, but step by step by step by step, you have now created a path that is working and that other people are responding to successfully. And from Nike to this is just such an inspiring, courageous path. And I think think the greatness that is your business is just going to keep exploding, but it would never have happened if you did not take that first step into the unknown and into change. So again, just before we say goodbye, I just want you to tell our listeners one thing that could help them step into change, even if it's terrifying. Um, It is going to be terrifying because nothing is guaranteed. But what I can absolutely guarantee that everything that you're looking for is on the other side of fear. If you just have the courage to take that first step, Surround yourself with a strong community who's going to be there for you when you're tripping, when you're falling. Just do it. Oh, geez. did I just say that? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Just, Perfect. Seriously, just take that first leap. It is scary. It's a deep fall into the unknown. But oh boy, once you come out of the other side, you're gonna you're gonna be so happy. Make sure you surround yourself and trust that this is the path that you're meant to be on. The universe is there for you. Just go yes. get it. Mm, go yes. after it. And, and really what you're saying is this, this is the wisdom of the heart. Yes. yes. The- because ego would have kept me at Nike with the big job or any other corporation. Right? When I left Nike, I had the choice to go to another big brand. Uh, it didn't feel right because at that point in my life, it was not about the title. It was not about the money. It was not about the, the glamour of a big job. It was more about doing something that rang true to who I was. Exactly. And, that's scary. and so unbecoming 
just to take a full circle back to that, tell us in, in a simple sentence what unbecoming means. Unbecoming is um, you have to strip everything from your life, take it out, and then fill it back in with the things that truly matter to you and the things that truly ring true to who you are. So get rid of all the layers of all the fluff that, that doesn't serve you anymore or that you don't, you don't connect with anymore and replace them with what you want. This is your book, it's your chapter, and they're all your little, uh, your little characters. Don't let mm. anybody else write the character for you. Your story, your ending, it's, it's, uh, that's all there is to it. Mm. Yes, it is your life, your journey, and Elizabeth LeMay, this has been such a beautiful pleasure for me today to talk to you. And as we sign off, I think one of our greatest ways to inspire everyone out there listening is just to remember the most important thing, and I say it at the end of every show, which is that you complete you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Feel Good Naked Radio with Lar Redmond. Please join us again live next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until our next show, be you and feel great in your own skin. <laughs>